In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I am your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here. This is going to be a really amazing show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It's going to be fantastic. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I'll do this every single week. There's a quote that I was thinking about just last night, and it's a quote by Jim Rohn, who's one of the foundational uh, thinkers in the motivational development field, and he says this, Don't ask for things to be easier. Ask instead for you to be better. When we are in a difficult situation, it's very tempting to want things to work out better for us or for things to get easier for us. It's a very natural response. But there is a more empowering response, and that is to ask ourselves, what can we learn from the situation and how can we be better equipped to handle it? If we can handle it better, it means that we've learned new skills or better ways to handle that situation if it comes up again. There's a lesson in everything. If we keep getting the same problems and challenges over and over again, it could simply mean that we haven't learned the lesson that we were supposed to learn yet. So don't ask for things to get easier. Instead, ask for yourself to be better. It's the surest way to become the person you were meant to be even faster than you thought possible. With all this in mind, I want to introduce my guest. And before I forget, let me give you the call-in number in case you'd like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866. 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. My guest this week is Dolores Seawright. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Dolores is a professional speaker, author, and coach. She's always been a top performer, and she spent more than 20 years in the corporate world advancing to business director in the pharmaceutical industry. For her, it's been an exciting journey discovering her personal dreams and turning them into reality. One of her favorite quotes is, believe in your dreams, you can achieve them. These are words that Dolores lives by and wants others to follow. Dolores faced a devastating stage 3 breast cancer diagnosis in 2005 and made a decision to work full-time while undergoing chemotherapy and radiation treatments. She and her sales region were committed to success, and that year they achieved the number one ranking in her division under her leadership. She's now a six-year cancer survivor, and she learns and shares her life lessons with passion and humor, and she's dedicated to teaching others skills they can utilize for a lifetime. Dolores is a certified professional coach, and her passion is teaching women the skills to move beyond the obstacles holding them back from achieving their personal and business success. She made a decision to leave the corporate world to pursue her personal dream of training, coaching, and mentoring others. She's an experienced coach and specializes in personal success development and mastering sales strategies and skills for women. She also speaks and facilitates workshops on these topics. 
Dolores also believes in the importance of giving back to the community and volunteers as a career coach and conducts training workshops at Fresh Start Women's Foundation in Phoenix, Arizona. Her book is called Shattering Barriers, Amazing Women's Journeys to Personal Empowerment. We will discuss all of this and much more during today's show. With all of this in mind, let me bring on my very special guest, Dolores Seawright. Dolores, are you there? I'm here, Brian. Thank you very much. I'm excited about being on your program today. Well, thank you. I'm very excited to have you on Success Profiles Radio. Let's start with the same thing I ask all of my guests. Let's explore your background and talk about how you got from where you were to where you are now. You've had a very rich and diverse work history prior to doing what you're doing right now. I have, Brian. I spent more than 20 years, actually, in the pharmaceutical industry. But prior to that, as you mentioned earlier, um, I I had kind of an interesting background. I followed a path that my parents set for me, and that was basically I grew up in the Midwest. And at that time, women usually became teachers, nurses, or secretaries. And I didn't want to be a nurse or a teacher, so I chose the route of secretarial work. And so, and I loved it. It was a great start. It was a lot of fun. And then I started raising a family. And one day, as I was sitting there trying to juggle the money and figure out how I was going to pay the bills, I thought, you know what? There's not enough in the checking account. And at that point, very interestingly, a friend of mine said, can my husband and I come over and talk to you about a business opportunity? And I said, sure, I'm all ears. Let's find out. And so they approached me about becoming an Amway distributor, which I did. And one of the things that I learned through Amway, you mentioned Jim Rohn in your introduction. I had an opportunity to hear him speak live. He was an awesome motivator. And as I was listening to him, I thought, what an awesome opportunity to be able to talk to other people, motivate them, teach them how they can achieve more in their lives and do that. And so that was a long-term vision that I had. But in the meantime, I went to the seminars, I listened to the lessons and used the things that I learned about goal setting and uh, achieving your dreams as I built my career in the pharmaceutical industry. Hmm. Wow, that's that's really wonderful. So, um, obviously, personal development and motivation plays a huge part in your success then. It does, Brian. I truly believe that each one of us has a choice. And we can say, yes, I want to do this with life, with my life and go for it all out and learn the skills. Or we can sit back and kind of let life roll over us mm-hmm. and I chose the route that says I can do it and use mm-hmm. that throughout my career. Mm-hmm. I, you had mentioned earlier that I had uh, done a couple other things, and I will step back. Before I went into the pharmaceutical industry, I worked for a national security systems company, and I started as a secretary and moved into sales because my boss said one day, he said, I think you'd make a great salesman. And I was looking at him like, where did that come from? Uh, That was the furthest thing from my mind because I had no sales experience. And I thought, why not? Let's give it a try. He thinks I can do it. And I think one of the lessons in that is sometimes other people see skills and traits that we have that we may not always recognize in ourselves. And we should sometimes listen to what they have to say and take that step out of our comfort zone. Yeah. Was that a trailblazing kind of decision? Because wasn't this at a time where sales wasn't necessarily a door that was open to women in that time? 
Uh, definitely, yes. I was, and I have a funny story that I'll share with you. I moved into sales, and at that time, this would have been a lot of, oh, back in the, I guess in the 1980s, and I remember one day I was wearing a hard hat, walking across a construction site in a dress and heels, because at that point, women didn't wear pantsuits a lot, and someone whistled at me. And I thought, okay, I'm not sure this is the profession that I want to be in forever. Mm. And that was the day I started looking for something else. And women were just just beginning to be hired in the pharmaceutical industry. So I, I moved into that and loved it. Great career. Wow, that's that's fantastic. What kinds of things do you think that being in sales has has taught you? I think, Brian, one of the most important things that it has taught me is setting a goal and then developing a plan on how you're going to achieve that goal. Mm. And that, that applies not only to sales, but I think it applies to almost every aspect of your life. Mm. Figure, figure out what it is that you want to do and then make a decision on how you're going to put that action plan into place to get there. Yeah, that is so. That's so important because if you have no idea where you're going, then you're not going to get anywhere meaningful. I certainly subscribe to that. Um, it was during this time at your pharmaceutical company that you were diagnosed with breast cancer. I'm sure that was obviously a, a life changing moment. Uh, talk about that, if you would, please. Um, yes, Brian. It was in the late part of 2005. And things were very, very hectic. As a regional business director in the pharmaceutical industry, I was leading a pretty fast-paced life. I was on an airplane every week going either back to the corporate office or out in the field to work with managers or representatives. And I think I, you know, it's one of those things where you think, okay, I know I need to get in and have a checkup, and I'll do it next week. So I finally got that appointment on the calendar, and... I got the diagnosis that I did have stage three breast cancer. So that's, mm. that's a, a big wake up call. You yeah. really, at that point you come face to face with your own mortality and yeah. you realize that you may not live forever. So how are right. you going to handle it? Mm-hmm. And I was told by the physician that I was going to have to have a mastectomy first of all, which mm-hmm. I did in December but I was back to work the 1st of January, off to another uh, national sales convention with the company. And I wanted to do that. I made that decision that I wanted to be out there and to work with the representatives, with my managers, and with corporate. Because I knew that that would have an, an impact on my attitude and my ability to not sit home, curl up in a ball, and say, yeah. I feel sorry for myself. Right. I, wanted, I, I wanted to be active. So I did. Yeah. I I worked through chemo and radiation for about um, the next seven or eight months. And um, it was kind of a real common sight to see me sitting in the chemo room with an IV in my arm and my laptop working or maybe on a conference call. And that was that was very important for me to be able to do that. But I yeah. also, also went out and bought a couple of bought a couple of wigs. I decided, okay, yeah. let's find out if it's really more fun to be a blonde. Yeah, there you go. There you go. The timing I would imagine that people there. respond very differently. Yeah, I would imagine <laughs> we've got only like less than a minute before our first break, but I imagine that a lot of women react very differently to something like that. You chose 
to stay active in your company and immerse yourself in your work, was it a factor of you were just that driven or was it a factor of I really, I, I just can't spend time and waste time thinking about that so I have to put myself into my work. We got about 30 seconds before the break. Okay, Brian, yes, and I think it was very much a decision that I made that I knew if I was active that my attitude would stay positive because that's one thing, again, I learned in sales, you do lots of things well if you have a positive attitude. Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, We are talking this week with Dolores, Dolores Seawright. She is the author of the book Shattering Barriers, Amazing Women's Journeys to Personal Empowerment. We will talk about some themes in this book in the next segment. We'll explore some very personal stories of women she's interviewed later in the show. She's also a breast cancer survivor. And uh, we're, it's just so amazing to have you here, Dolores. Stay with us. This is Successful Five Radio. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, Mobile Marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. What's ideal for you? Really, what's ideal for you? Being who you are, doing what you love, and getting out and about with friends. What's ideal for you? With your host, Janice Christopher, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. And it all starts with Janice doing just that. Then being open, curious, authentic, and living her life on a quest to discover everything that could possibly make life ideal. Check out the website, whatsidealforyou.com. Studies have shown that 80% of Americans, and probably everyone else too, dislike their work. 80%. The mission then is to turn that passion statistic around. To show how it is possible to live your passions and make a living. Or live your passions so that you'll be able to mush through your job until you can change it. And watch life's magic begin to happen. It's What's Ideal for You with your host Janice Christopher. Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Dolores Seawright, who's an author of a book, 
uh, about empowering women. She's also a breast cancer survivor. If you'd like to call in and participate in the discussion, that number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. One more question about breast cancer, Dolores, if I could, and this is something that I didn't get a chance to ask you in the last segment. When do you recommend it's a good idea to start getting screenings for stuff like that? I mean, you think of people being a little bit older when that happens, but sometimes women who are younger experience this too. So do you have any recommendations or guidelines about when you should start really paying attention to that? I think you should start paying attention to your body and look for changes. If you notice anything that's different, then you should absolutely make an appointment and go in. Regardless of what the national guidelines are from the medical community, you know your body better than anyone else. So don't, don't ignore changes. That's a really great recommendation. I thank you for sharing that. Let's talk about your book. And once again, the name of your book is Shattering Barriers, Amazing Women's Journeys to Personal Empowerment. And I'd like to explore um, some things that you said uh, thematically, that is. There's a quote toward the beginning of the book, and, and you forwarded a copy of this to me, and, and I, I, got, I got through most of it. So we definitely, have <laughs> enough to, we definitely have enough to talk about. But one thing you say toward the beginning, uh, there's a quote by Eleanor Roosevelt the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. And I love that quote. I wanted to ask you, why did you pick that? And how did that theme work itself throughout your book? Brian, it is my very favorite quote. So I'm glad you picked up on that. And mm. I think that it all starts with a dream. And if you don't have that dream somewhere in your heart that says, this is what I'm passionate about. This is what I want my life to be. It'll never happen. So you have to have that vision out there that makes you get up in the morning and say, I'm going to, I just can't wait to live this day and to live the best day that I can live. So that's, that's the quote. I love it. Yeah, that, that's great. What would you say to someone who feels stuck in their situation and they don't feel like their dreams are attainable? I would say, first of all, that you have to go back and say, is this really truly my dream? And if you're, if you're working in a job or in a business and you're not excited about it, you're probably not where you need to be to fulfill the passion that you need in your life and that you want to have in your life. So I would say that you, you have to evaluate that very first. Make sure you know what your dream is. And I know I've heard people say in their life, I wish I knew what I was going to do when I grow up. And these sometimes are people that we look at and say, oh, you are an adult already and you just haven't figured it out yet. So take time to go back and remember the things that maybe you used to do as a child or the things that you get so involved in that you lose track of time. And those are clues to what your dream is. And that's kind of the theme that I've tried to carry through the book is discover your dream, then understand that whatever obstacles might be in the way, you can find a way to overcome them. You have to learn the skills and work towards them. Set the goals, develop the plan, and then work towards them. And the end result is you get to live your life your way. Yeah, that's, that's great. I, I love that you said that. You also discussed the concept of being unique and, and training off of the, the thought you just shared about having a dream. Sometimes what makes us unique is the dreams, the quality, and the scope of the dreams that we dare to have. Um, and it's very important you talk about the idea of being unique. It just seems like there's always pressure to fit in rather than stand out. So well, how does one reconcile that societal pressure and, and just move towards success and what they believe in? 
<laughs> you know, and Brian, it is a challenge because I think from the time children are very young, they're told you can do this or you can't do that. And that is reinforced in our school system. And I don't want this to be a, a big commentary on the school system, but I think right. that as, as adults and as influential people in the lives of children, that we can help them by saying you can do this and helping them explore some of the things that they enjoy doing and allowing them maybe the opportunity to do it a little bit more to see if that gives them the clue to their their future. And so each one of us is unique. We're born differently with different skills, different traits, different personalities. And I I think one of our biggest challenges is to nurture those differences and enjoy living those differences Mm -hmm. rather than trying to fit in a mold and be just like everybody else. Yeah, exactly. Um, Because that, that can be a very difficult thing to just pursue your dream and follow your dream and just you have to honor your uniqueness you were created in a specific way for a specific reason and you have to recognize what is it that you and only you can do to make a difference and i think that's really what you're talking about it is each one of us brings a different gift to the planet and our challenge is figuring out what it is and how do we best utilize that yeah, and uh, a lot of that has to do with uh, taking action. And something else you share in your book is change your thoughts, change your actions. How are your thoughts and actions related to one another? Um, Brian, one of the lessons that I learned many years ago was each one of us, we, we get input, we hear comments, we hear things people tell us about our, who we are from the time we're little children. Someone might say to us, you can, you can do that or you can't do that or you're good at this. And we believe those thoughts because they're coming from people that we trust in our lives. And we need, we need to, as we continue through our life's path, step back and say, is that valid? Is that really true? Is that who I am? And as we evaluate that and say, you know, that's wrong. I, I, that's not who I am. I can be better. And as those thoughts, uh, as we listen to those thoughts, then we find our path and we become stronger and doing the things that we're good at doing. Wow. That's great. So really, exploration is, is a huge part of the journey. Is that right? It is. It is a very huge part of the journey. Yeah. And uh, I want to tail off on, on to something that relates a little bit uh, because you were sitting at a conference one time and the speaker said to you, you have right now exactly what you want in your life. <laughs> and uh, that, that didn't seem to go over for you real well at the moment that you heard it. Actually, I remember that conference very well. And I was sitting there looking at him and my first reaction was, no, I do not have exactly what I want. <laughs> that was at a time in my life where I was struggling to pay the bills. Um, I was in a job that was totally boring, and things just weren't exactly the way I wanted them to be or I thought they should be. So I, it took me a while. But as I listened to him throughout his talk, I really, truly began to believe that he was right that I was responsible, and that was because I had made the choices that put me where I was. Yeah. And if I was going to get out of that situation, I had to learn to make better choices. Yeah. Did you feel at that moment like you were in a rock-bottom moment, like you were at a pivotal moment of surrender where something just had to change right now? Is that worth that Brian, was yes, for you? Yes. 
I was definitely at that position because, as I said, I didn't have I didn't have any money. Uh, I was I was in a marriage that wasn't working, and I did have a lot of negative things happening in my life. And when I walked out of that seminar, I knew right then that I was going to accept the responsibility for my future. Mm-hmm. And by accepting that responsibility, I had to make different decisions that would take me on a different path. Yeah, yeah. The, the quality of our decisions really dictates the quality of our life and the path that our life will take. And another place where I really think this starts is the idea of self-talk, what you tell yourself. That's another theme that you explore in your book is the quality of the things that you say to yourself really determines your thoughts and therefore your actions. Tell us a little bit about how self-talk really helped turn your life around. One of the messages that I learned, and this goes back to my days at Amway, and I went to all of their trainings because they brought in unbelievably skilled motivational speakers of the quality of Jim Rohn. And these speakers very often talked about how important it was to not only set goals, but the self-talk piece, to write down your goals and to do them in the form of affirmations. Mm -hmm. And if any of our listeners are not familiar with that term, this basically is your your self-talk. This is you saying, I I am a strong, healthy person, and things that your your subconscious mind will help you uh, turn into reality. And that's a whole other topic, but I firmly believe that our self-talk makes the difference in our daily life. We begin to act in the way that we tell ourselves we, we are capable of being and doing. We see ourselves already there, and we believe that, and yeah. we, act, we act out those messages. Would you say that we are, on one side, our greatest friend, and on the other side, potentially our greatest enemy because of the things we tell mm-hmm. ourselves? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a skill that you have to learn. I Uh think sometimes people, they they will grow up in maybe surroundings where they've heard, you know, oh, that's stupid or things like that that you tell yourself and you don't even realize you're doing it because you've done it for so long and you've heard other people do it for so long. And so your brain begins to believe I am stupid where in fact you can also be your best friend by saying I I'm such an intelligent person and I know what I'm doing and I know where I'm going with my life yeah we got about a minute or so to the next break but I want to ask because you did pursue a career path that was not traditionally available to women at the time that you took that path your self-talk had to be very positive and empowering because I'm sure there was there was a lot of kickback and a lot of resistance to what you were doing is that right there was and I remember as a new pharmaceutical rep going into a physician's office one day and he said I've never seen a female pharmaceutical rep before and this was something that made him resistant to listen to my message so at that point you make a decision to say okay, I am maybe one of the early female representatives out there, but I can be as good or better than any other gender out there by mm-hmm. learning by learning all of the, by becoming an expert, bottom line. Okay. You, you become very good at what you do and mm-hmm. move forward, and then you earn the respect that you hope for to, That's be, yeah, to be there to do what you're, you're wanting to do. That's great. We are up against our next break. My very special guest is Divorce Seawright. We will be right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. 
The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Tune in to the Travel Chick Show with Bonnie Kitahata, Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Bonnie will share with you an hour of travel ideas, experiences, adventures, and tips from her guests. Topics range from local day trips to international excursions. From organized professional vacations to spur-of-the-moment getaways. For fun or business, groups or solo, by bus, car, plane, train, boat, bike, hike, or horse, you'll also hear about travel-related subjects like cultures, travel photography, keepsakes, and more. Whether you love to travel yourself or you enjoy seeing the world vicariously through others, join us and enjoy travel stories from around the U.S. and around the world. For more information on The Travel Chick Show, check out Bonnie's website, thetravelchick.com. Then join us for the show, The Travel Chick Show, live Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, with your host, Bonnie Kitohara, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Mobile is the future, and the future is now. Listen in each week, Tuesdays, 4 to 5 Central, to Brilliant Mobile Marketing with your host, Mobile Mary, as we simplify the hottest marketing channel, Mobile Marketing, and share secrets on how you can use mobile to be more brilliant, be more profitable, and have more fun in your industry. Join us each week to learn from brilliant business leaders on how to simply and easily capture a list of raving fans and turn them into loyal customers. This show will help business owners, authors, and speakers realize their own brilliance by tapping into the insights of fellow brilliant business leaders. We will also showcase brilliant tools, both traditional and digital, that will make you more brilliant in everything you do. Don't miss your date with Brilliant Mobile Marketing and your host, Mobile Mary, America's mobile marketing expert, as she shares her success strategies every Tuesday from 4 to 5 Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest is Dolores Seawright. We've been talking about her book, which is called Shattering Barriers, Amazing Women's Journeys to Personal Empowerment. We talked about some of the important themes in that book. We talked about the concept of being unique. Uh, the beauty of, a, of of having a dream, changing your thoughts, changing your actions, uh, the importance of self-talk. And what I want to do now, Dolores, is explore some of the very specific stories that you wrote about. I think you interviewed 22 women. Is that right? Brian, I actually interviewed 26 women for the book. 26. And okay. Yes. And I, as I was developing the theme for the book, one of my goals was to use the story to teach a lesson. Yes, I noticed that you did that. You opened each section or each chapter with a lesson, and then the interview, your story of the woman that you interviewed in that particular chapter uh, exemplified that theme. So I thought it was a very great way to structure your book. Let's talk first about uh, a lady named Clarissa Burt. She was a model and uh, really beautiful self-esteem issues, and, and that's, I think that's probably something that a lot of women struggle with, is even though they're, they're beautiful, they don't feel it, or they don't think that they're enough. Talk about Clarissa and her story for us. 
Clarissa's story was very, very interesting, Brian, because I had chosen to write a chapter on self-esteem. And as you said, you don't think about somebody who's very beautiful and who's been a model with her face on the cover of 250 magazines as being someone who deals with self-esteem issues. But as a child, Clarissa was uh, very beautiful, but her mother would tell her frequently if she was looking in the mirror or something, her mother would say, Clarissa, what are you doing? Waiting for the monkey to jump out or something like that. And she wasn't encouraged to uh, to feel good about who she was as a person. Every comment that was negative was about you know her physical appearance. And as I was meeting Clarissa for the first time, it was so funny because I went to the house. She, she actually, I met her the night before at a networking event and Clarissa was the speaker and she stood up and the first words out of her mouth was, I fight the demons every day. I hmm. deal with self-esteem issues every day of my life. Wow. And I was looking for someone to to interview for this chapter, and I talked to her and told her about my project, and she said, I would love to do it. Come to my house. And so the next day when I arrived at her house, she's walking around, and she has on just a skirt and flip-flops, and the first thing she says was, come outside. I want to show you my garden, and I'm putting in a composter. And I'm looking at her like, here's this beautiful woman who's been – in interviews face-to-face uh, with Pope John Paul, and she she managed the Miss Universe pageant in Italy, and she has all these things going on, and her goal that day was to make her composter work and get her garden started, and nothing, nothing to do with the career was part of her life. And she she feels very strongly about the message to other women that you should... Uh, you should take care of yourself and nurture this part of you that says, I'm valuable and I bring something of value to the world. Yeah, that's that's so important. I mean, self-esteem is, is such an important thing to develop no matter you know what we've got going on in our lives. And, and we a lot, all of us have more positive things going on in our life than we are willing to acknowledge or recognize. There's something that you talked about that, that struck me. Um, Probably because this is not necessarily my experience. I, I grew up in a pretty decent household as a kid. I really did. But this particular story, this lady Carissa, uh, Clarissa had a, uh, a very negative kickback from her mom. And the relationship, I would imagine, was really contentious. How, how did she – has she resolved that or how does she deal with the idea of not really feeling like enough uh, according to one of her parents? And Brian, yes – Clarissa has resolved that issue, and I think that Clarissa, as she as she worked into her career as a model, she not only had to deal with these self-esteem issues and her appearance, which was basically people all over the world knew her face and knew who she was, but she had to look deeper and say, okay, I have this gift. What am I going to do with it as I move forward with the rest of my life? And at that point, I think she really has overcome those issues. I know based on my conversations with her, with her, with her mother, but she also now works in an area where she is giving back and helping to teach other young women how to deal with this in their own lives. Wow. That is so amazing. It's it's great when you can give back after you've learned the lesson and experienced the journey. 
It is. I think there's a lot of karma that goes along with giving back. Let's talk about someone else. There's another story, Christina Wagner. And this is a, a classic story about how someone can be in a really bad relationship and they don't leave that bad relationship and life tends to spiral out of control. Let's talk about Christina for a minute or two. All right. Christina Wagner came to me and she, I was interviewing her for the story and she had a great story. You know, she was way overweight and she overcame those challenges and lost the weight. But she came back to me about six months later and she said, Brian, Dolores, I've made a decision that I really want to go public with my story, the real story, because I think it will help other people. And as we sat down and she shared her story with me, it was a story of unbelievable betrayal in her marriage and she became a crystal meth addict. And Christina says to this day, she said, I, I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know that there was help out there for me. So she became an addict and she lost her children to Child Protective Services. Uh, just her life spiraled to the depths and it, it was an unbelievable story. But today, Christina has been drug-free for more than five years. She is a very involved person in the community, in both the the political arena and in all kinds of women's organizations. And she's leading a very successful life right now. And her Mm -hmm. goal is to find an avenue where she can really go out there and help other people who've had to deal with the problem of addiction. There's, there's a huge need out there for that. I mean, there are a lot of people who are addicted to various things, and that's really great that she's you know, willing and able to give back in that way. There's something in this story that I want to explore that I, I think maybe a lot of people can relate to. And I just want to ask, why do you think people stay in bad relationships? You know, Brian, I think with Christina's uh, situation and with many women, it's because there is a feeling of, I cannot go out and take care of myself or I cannot go out and take care of myself and my children from a financial aspect. And when women don't have the, um, the belief that they can do that, that's when it's easy for them to stay in that relationship and not, not take advantage of the support systems that are out there to help them because there are many. Wow. That's, that's really wonderful. Um, let's talk about uh, another story. There are so many, and we aren't going to obviously not going to have time to talk about all 26 stories, but there was another <laughs> one that stood out to me, Nicole Angeline. And, uh, she, go ahead and talk about, it. I'm not even sure where to start summarizing this. So I'll let, I'll, I'll let you just go <laughs> ahead with it. Okay, Brian, Nicole Angeline is a beautiful young woman. And the first time I met her, she walked into a networking event and she was wearing patent leather stilettos, gorgeous Mm. shoes. And she introduced herself and she said, hi, I'm Nicole and I'm crazy in heels. And I looked at her thinking, I wonder what her story is. And as as we sat down and talked, it turns out that Nicole was diagnosed, um, probably after high school, I think she was already in college and she was diagnosed as bipolar. And she told me that she realized that throughout her teen years that she was different, that there was something that she knew she wasn't exactly the same as everyone else. And she had trouble focusing and, you know, she would start 
college classes and then she would drop out and she just didn't know what was what was wrong with her and one day her husband was playing some cassette tapes motivational tapes in the car and she started listening and she realized that if she started believing in herself and doing the positive self-talk that she felt better and she didn't always feel like there's something wrong with me. And after her diagnosis, she said one of the challenges she faced was finding good information that she could understand about the bipolar condition. And so she said, I'm going to start a website that is for young people, and I'm going to demystify the stigma of bipolar and other mental illnesses. So her website is crazyinheels.net, and it's a great resource. And she's, she's just a fabulous young woman that's looking to make a difference in the world. That's great. And something that you said uh, in your book that really helped her cope with uh, her journey is just the idea idea of affirmations, and we've got a couple minutes before our, our next break. Okay, yes, Nicole was very adamant that she wrote them out, and she reads them every day, sometimes many times a day, to remind herself of who she is and where she's going with her life. Mm. And I know you said we have a couple minutes. Um, yeah. Do we have time to quickly talk about another story, or should yeah. we save that for the next segment? Let's, let's talk. Yeah, let's talk just real quickly about Cece Berardi. Uh, she had a fifth. She has a fifth grade education, and she's uh, gone into some really amazing successes. We may end up carrying part of this over to the next segment, but let's at least start this story. Okay. Well, I, I met Cece, and she is an, she's just an amazing woman. And as we were talking, she shared with me, I was telling her about my project and the book, and she said, you know, you should talk to me. She said, I really do have an interesting story. She said, I only have a fifth grade education, and I own four businesses. And as I talked to her, it turns out mm-hmm. that Cece was raised in on the East Coast by her grandparents. She was abandoned by her parents. And because of abuse that happened, physical abuse, she was taken out of school in the fifth grade because the teachers and the people in the school would have noticed the marks of abuse. And so at age, I believe it was around age 13, she learned to braid hair to start bringing in some money for herself. She started living on the streets or anywhere that she could find where she could spend a night and feel like she was somewhat safe. And one day she had the opportunity to move to Phoenix and a supporter was going to help fund her to get her education because they saw potential. And Cece is now here as the owner of four businesses, and she's just a beautiful woman who believes in, and believes in helping others. That's great. We are coming up on our final segment. Please stay with us. mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Get ready for smart health with your host, Dr. Glenn Mia. Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Smart Health is a one-hour program dedicated to discussions, interviews, and news in the ever-changing world of medicine. Information leads to smart choices, and smart choices lead to a healthier lifestyle. That's the quote of host and broadcast journalist Dr. Glenn Mia, M.D., 
This magazine-style radio show is a fast-paced program bringing together medical experts, authors, and patients to examine what works and what doesn't in staying healthy. Dr. Glenn Mia is a board-certified physician in pediatrics and internal medicine. His philosophy to wellness starts with an investment. He says proper nutrition, rest, and exercise are the best personal investments to maintaining good health. So join us for Smart Health with Dr. Glenn Mia. Fridays at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you love Christmas, this is your show. It's Show Me Decorating with the Christmas decorating experts, Becky McCraney and Kathy Harrison. Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Becky and Kathy of Show Me Decorating are out to save the world from ugly Christmas trees. You can get rescued today by purchasing the Show Me Decorating tree trimming app for only $2.99. Available from the App Store, at iTunes, and on ShowMeDecorating.com. Each week, we invite you to join us here on the Rockstar Radio Network and come feel the glitter and spend a little time with these ladies in their exotic Texas draw as they share their enthusiasm for Christmas decorating. So be here Tuesday mornings to learn from the real designers, industry experts, and guest artists in the Christmas biz that will surprise and inspire you. It's Show Me Decorating with the Christmas decorating experts, Becky McCraney and Kathy Harrison. Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio network welcome back to success profiles radio so many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have and this show will clearly demonstrate the principles if i can do it you can do it so let's get back to the show this is success profiles radio on the rockstar radio network and here again is your host brian k wright and we are back for our final segment. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Dolores Seawright. She is the uh, author of the book Shattering Barriers, Amazing Women's Journeys to Personal Empowerment. And in the last segment, we shared four stories out of the 26 uh, of women that she interviewed in her book and how they overcame their barriers and turned their lives completely around. A couple things that I want to address uh, with these stories especially is that there was a support system that either they had or did not have that really defined their journey in life. How important do you think a support system was to them and how important should it be for us? Brian, I think a support system and the right members of your support team are crucial to your success. And as I mentioned earlier, one of the things that happened with, uh, like Christina Wagner, who was the crystal meth addict, she finally, when she realized that this was something that she needed to end and she wanted to make those changes in her life, she went out and she found the people that would help her take that next step. And I think that is a, a crucial key. I volunteer as a career coach and also do workshops at an organization in Phoenix called Fresh Start Women's Foundation. And that is exactly what this organization does. It helps women build that team around them and provide them with the resources that they need to take a fresh start in their life. And there are so many resources out there and so many people that are willing to help you if you just step forward and raise your hand and say, I need help. And that's where I think many of us fail. We're so used to either being so independent or not asking for help that we don't take that step. That is so important. I mean, you you have to be willing to ask for help in order for that help to come your way because uh, 
you know, the universe works through other people. That's just really how it is, and there's no Lone Ranger for sure. Did you get a sense that faith was an important part of some of these stories? Brian, faith was definitely a very important part of many of the stories. And I can think of a couple of them, and I won't go into great detail, but Kimberly was, she's an actress, and she was a former flight attendant right before 9-11. She was on, uh, it was actually an Al-Qaeda dry run flight. And she talks extensively during the interview about how important her faith was, and that faith has taken her throughout her life into uh, some really amazing, beautiful happenings in her life. And another lady that I interviewed, her name's Maria Reardon. She was a CNN journalist, and she was the last person to interview Mother Teresa prior to Mother Teresa passing away. And she, she talks about knowing from the time she was very young that faith was an important part of her life. And today she's a philanthropist and she does a lot of wonderful things from a business standpoint, but she also spends time and volunteers in third world countries and helps other people see the the future can be brighter if you just have that faith and believe that there is a higher being looking out for you and helping you make better choices. Yeah, and and you have to believe that the universe conspires to do good for you. A lot of people have the opposite belief. They just feel like the universe is conspiring to do bad things to me and screw me over and take me here where I don't want to go. But that's not that's not true. If you really honestly believe, if you ask and you believe, then you'll also receive. And I think that's really part of the secret and the law of attraction at work, too. It is, very definitely, Brian. And that goes back to attitude, too. You have yeah. to be looking for the good to draw it to you. Yeah. So let me ask you something, Dolores. What was this writing process like for you? Is this something that anyone can do? Or what was your specific journey like as you were writing this book? How did this fall together? <laughs> Brian, it was really kind of a funny story. And it goes back to the uh, the breast cancer diagnosis. And as I was sitting there thinking, what if I don't make it? And those thoughts go through your mind. I thought, I want to leave a legacy for my grandchildren. I'm a grandmother, and I want them to know who I was. And my first goal was to write a children's book telling them who I was and teaching them all the lessons of life. Well, I sat down, and I just couldn't do it. Blank paper after blank paper, blank computer screen after blank computer screen. It just did not come together. But then as I was working at Fresh Start and I was meeting these women and I realized they needed, uh, they, they really just needed a helping hand. They needed someone to say, you can do it, but they also needed to know how to do it. And that's where the idea for the book Shattering Barriers came from. And as I was developing the idea, I thought it makes more sense to me. I've never written a book in my life. I don't even know if I can do this. But if I go out and find women who've been successful and they've overcome barriers and they're willing to share their story, I can tell their story and make it into mm. a book. So and that was the process that I, that I did, and it came together. Can anyone write a book? I think you can. anyone can do anyone they set their mind to, anything they set their mind to. They just have to learn the skills. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's possible. I think some it probably comes more naturally or easier to some people than others. But I think anyone can do it if they're just willing yeah. to say how. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. And, and, you know, some people are very comfortable about the process of sitting down and actually writing or typing. Some people are more comfortable with the idea of talking into a recorder and letting tr- someone transcribe the mess, and then you can edit and proofread it later. So there are a lot of different ways to skin the cat. If you really, uh, anyone out there listening, if you really want to write a book, there is a way to do it if you are committed to the idea of doing it. And I love the idea of uh, doing it to leave a legacy, and you've certainly done that for sure. Sh- mm. Thank you. Um, Let me talk to you. You're welcome. Um, When we were uh, getting together about doing this interview, uh, we reconnected last week after speaking the week before. And you said, I'm doing uh, going to a seminar in Las Vegas and I'm speaking at it. So you did that. Tell us a little bit about that, because you were very, very excited about that. I was excited, Brian, and I'm part of an organization called the Women's Information Network. And one of the things that this organization does, they're very, they're very much into empowering women, which is something I'm passionate about. And they work with women across the world, teaching them that they can live more empowered lives. And one of the things that they do, the Women's Information Network, is that they put on global women's summits. And these are done internationally and they bring the women of the world together in a setting where it is educational, it's entertaining, they'll have music, they'll have motivational speakers, and they bring these women together to share their experience. And one of the things that comes of that is women learn how they're not only the same, but they also learn how they're different. And they can still come together with common goals. And so I did have an opportunity to speak at a training session for the Global Women's Summit speakers. And I had a lot of fun doing it and look forward to participating as time goes forward and actually putting together a summit myself. That's fantastic. There's a a website for this. Is that right? Uh, Yes, there is. And it is... T-H-E, the W-I-N, online.com. The winonline.com. The winonline.com. And from there, they can find links to the Global Women's Summits and a lot of information. That's great. Let me ask you, uh, Dolores, you mentioned Jim Rohn as a huge inspiration for you earlier. Is there anyone else that serves as a huge uh, motivator or uh, as as a source of inspiration for you? Uh, Yes, and you said the quote earlier in the program, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams, and that is Eleanor Roosevelt. Eleanor Roosevelt and Mother Teresa are both uh, very much women that I look up to because of the very different roles that they played and the impact that they've had on women in the world. Yeah, one of the women you interviewed had a chance to interview Eleanor Roosevelt, is that right? Uh, No. Oh, wait a minute. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, she did. And it was, was a very, was one of the, very dear was, friend of mine who lives, Joan Spaulding, who uh, yeah. was one of the women that I interviewed. And yes, as a very young girl, she was, I think, a freshman in college, and she did have an opportunity to interview Eleanor Roosevelt. Wow. How amazing would that have been? Absolutely. <laughs> That's fantastic. How do we order your book? My book... Shattering Barriers, Amazing Women's Journeys to Personal Empowerment is available on Amazon.com, and it's also available on my website, which is Dolores Seawright, and that's D-O-L-O-R-E-S-S-E-R-I-G-H-T.com. 
That's fantastic. I do want to ask you one more thing for sure. You talked about the importance of giving back, and that was a theme in some of these stories too, and I know that was part of your bio. I know you're very active in giving back to the community based on the work that you do. How important is that to you, and in what ways, uh, what, in what ways can someone help you in your mission if, if that's something they desire? Brian, I do believe that giving back is the the reward that I have received from my experience. Sometimes when you look at something like uh, a breast cancer diagnosis and you think, oh, my life is ruined, you don't realize the gift in that. And my gift was to be drawn away from that corporate career that I loved and into an opportunity of working with women and helping them believe that they can live a better life and helping them learn the skills to do that. And I do that with Fresh Start Women's Foundation, as I mentioned earlier, which is in Phoenix. And Fresh Start is always looking for either volunteers, women who have skills that are willing to come in and either do workshops or help coach these women uh, through their time of need. And I'm also sure it is a nonprofit and that financial contributions uh, to help their mission are always much appreciated. That's, that's really fantastic. So what is next for you? I know you're promoting this book right now, but what are your future aspirations and dreams? What kinds of things are, are you looking to do Uh, above and beyond this? Well, Brian, one of the things that I would like to do, I had a lot of people say, so when are you going to write your next book? And if you've ever written a book, Mm -hmm. one of the things that I realized at the end of the writing process was I did not want to sit down at my computer and start writing another book immediately. But I did not want to stop the mission of sharing the stories. So on my website, DoloresSeawright.com, I am getting ready to start including video interviews of women who've overcome obstacles in their life and the lesson that they have learned from that that they would like to share with other women. And so that is the next project that I'm going to be doing. And I'll be doing that in addition to my work with the Women's Information Network and their Global Women's Summit. So that's, that's my future. Okay, great. And uh, we are almost to the end. Uh, one more time, how can we get a hold of you or, or order your book? Okay, you can reach me through my website, which is Dolores Seawright, and it's an unusual spelling, D-O-L-O-R-E-S-S-E-R-I-G-H-T.com. Okay. Thank you, Dolores, for being such a wonderful guest on this week's Success Profiles Radio. I want to thank my dear friend, Andrew Freeman, for connecting me to Dolores Seawright. And uh, thank you so much for being on. Next week, we'll have another fantastic guest. Join us next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Take care. Fantastic. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each week, we'll 